In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey, welcome everybody to the Million Dollar Mindset. I am so excited about today's show because I know, personally, I know so many authors who have wonderful books with messages that just really, really need to get out there. And and the books just aren't getting the attention that they deserve. So today, my guest, radio personality, best-selling author, professional jazz pianist, and international media specialist. My goodness, woman, you're crazy busy. (laughs) Sally Shields is going to reveal some amazing secrets to getting media attention and increasing your odds for success in marketing your book. Sally, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I've been really looking forward to our conversation today. And you just told me that one of our favorite people, Deb DeSandro, is listening to this call. So I just wanted to send a big shout out and a big giant hug to Deb. Hey, Deb. <laughs> hey, for both of us, Deb DeSandro is an amazing speaker, author, motivational, inspirational speaker. She's just one of our very favorite people. So hey to you, Deb. <laughs> hey, Deb, one of my favorite people. Yay. <laughs> hey, so so Sally, you know, tell us your your book, The Daughter-in-Law Rules. I have not had the honor of reading it yet. I certainly am going to do that, but it just sounds like a stitch. Tell us how that came about. Okay, well, it's kind of a funny story. I basically, after a couple years of, well, I would say maybe about when, after my kids were born, I started to sort of get a little Whirly about my mother-in-law's comments and everything was like a criticism. And I, I thought, you know, every time she comes over, I'm having the same reaction. I don't like my reactions. So I called up the ladies that wrote the rules. Do you remember the ladies that wrote the rules, that, that bestseller that came out in the mid-90s about how to catch a man? Yeah. Well, oh, I, yeah. I emailed them and I said, ladies, you help all these women meet and marry the men of their dreams. Where's the manual for the mother-in-law? <laughs> And they were like, that is the best idea we've ever heard. That is so funny. We are going to check with our agent. And I thought, woohoo, because honestly, I wanted them to write it because I was just looking for advice. So they came back to me and they said, our agent's super busy. She's going to pass. But you know what? Between us, you should write this. I was like, me? The last thing I wrote was a paper in high school. Are you kidding me? But the gears started turning in my mind. I still needed advice. So every time an incident happened with my mother-in-law or something would pop into my mind, 
I used their book as a template, and I'd write down like a rule title and a solution to deal with everything from the household items to how to handle the comments with the kids, you know, everything, beauty techniques, whatever you could imagine. And even though they started off as sort of a tongue-in-cheek coping mechanism, when I used some of the rules on my mother-in-law and I saw that they started to work, I thought, aha, maybe I could save other young wives years of needless contention. And divorces. <laughs> exactly. Which has turned into a passion of mine, which is to change the attitude of daughters-in-law all around the world and to create more harmony among mothers and daughters-in-law worldwide. I love that. Now, you must get some reader feedback. Do you have any really fun or inspirational stories to share about what people think about your book and what's yeah. happened in their lives? I have gotten amazing, amazing feedback. I even got a letter from the president of the African Women Business Network that told me that the book changed her life and she mm. felt as if this book could really help people in Africa. And she actually went ahead and purchased the foreign rights to the book and she put a, a scratch and sniff lottery card in there. Like she's she feels like this book is like life-changing. I'm not trying to say patting me on back, but I was very... <sighs> surprised to know that even reached a different country and she even put her own forward in the book which I was able to do because I am self-published was mm -hmm. able to put her letter in the front of the book and it really has you know I've gotten some beautiful beautiful letters from both mothers and daughters-in-law and it's just been so rewarding to know that I've been able to put a smile on some people's faces and to to mm -hmm. let people know that you know remind people, especially daughters-in-law, that compassion is key because we tend to forget that as daughters-in-law when we're getting all defensive and bristly with the comments. But you know what? It's not about, it's not about our mother's-in-law or changing her at all. It's about changing our reaction and remembering to have compassion and facilitating that beautiful relationship between her and her son and her and her grandchildren. And that's really what it's about. And the process of me discovering my compassion through the whole writing of the book was really surprising and wonderful to me, I, because I was actually my own target market. Right, I the book right. for myself and so, learning how to do it. And now I'm teaching others. So it's, it's been really great. We really teach what we most need to learn, right? That's what they say. You, you write what you're obsessed about, and you learn through the process. And I have never found a more... Ex exa better example than, than that. Well, obviously because I did it, but it's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I have to ask your, your mother-in-law, I mean, there, there was already a little little uh, static between you, apparently. A lot of static. Not a little, my dear. A lot. <laughs> so, there are... so how, you know, you say, hey, mom, guess what? I'm writing this book. Oh, my gosh. Well, Were there there are three parts. I know everybody out there is wondering about, you know, what her reaction was. And there are three parts to the story. And basically, the first part is, is when she found out I was writing the book, she said, you know, I know I can be a witch with a bee, Sally. Am I allowed to say that on the air? <laughs> I know I can be a bitch, Sally, but you know what? I'm a Leo, and you're stubborn, too. We're a lot alike, you know. Now, go write a bestseller, or I'll kick your butt. Oh, I so love that was it. part one. <laughs> now, part two, a few months later, after the book was out, I came home from something, um, 
a gig or something, and my husband was sitting at the table with a very dour expression on his face. And I said, honey, what's wrong? He said, she read it. And I said, well, and he said, well, she hates your guts and never wants to speak to you again. And I was not welcome at Christmas of, uh, Christmas of 2008. That was last year. I was not welcome, and it was a very tough few months. But we ended up, part three, we ended up after a few months, obviously she, you know, I, had all, I held all the cards because I had the grandkids. I only say that tongue-in-cheek. Of course, it was very hurtful for the both of us, but she noticed that we weren't calling her as much, and I was really worried and all of this stuff. We got on the phone. We had it out. She was like, you're a bitch. And I'm like, no, you're a bitch. And she's like, you're this. And I'm like, everything out of your mouth is like an insult or a criticism or, or some kind of like negative comment. She's like, well, blah, blah, blah. And we started laughing. And she's like, you know, we really are alike. And I'm like, you know, right. And she was like, maybe this happened for a reason. I'm like, I think so. And now the relationship is really, really so great and fun. And we are back on track. And it really is funny because... You know, a lot of the book, I, you know, I write and I, I, I kind of have a lot of reverse psychology in there. But the honest to God truth is when you do finally uh, learn to be honest and communicate with your mother-in-law, re- not through your husband secretly, but directly and have a, a direct relationship with her without these innuendos like, well, he said this and he's defending her to you and you're defending him to her. And when you start to have this direct relationship with her, that's when the magic starts to happen. So everything has been wonderful this year, and it's, it's added an even better layer to my teaching and speeches. So it's, it's just been remarkable. Well, you have, um, I noticed on your website, you have one home study kind of course for authors, um, but I didn't get deep enough to, to see. Do you have anything about the rules on your website, any kind of tips that people can just pick up from your site or well, basically, I have a few things. Um, there's, there's like a whole page about the book, um, and I've got little, a little sample media release that explains some of the tips. Okay. And, and there's a contest going on. If you submit a story, you can win a book, an ebook. So I, you know, if anyone has a mother-in-law story or a daughter-in-law story, please feel free to write to me, and I would be delighted to um, help you. And also, on my media page, if you click Sally's articles, uh-huh. I've written maybe about... I don't know, 20 or 25 articles, and they're filled with all of my secrets Ooh. and tips. Oh, cool. <laughs> so which website are we going to to, to submit to, our stories? Oh, yep. If you go to the D-I-L, which stands for daughter-in-law, the D-I-L rules.com. That's it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we've got about two minutes before we're going to go into our break. So let's just tie this up because this is, this is so much fun and it just really does lay the foundation because here you've got this great book. You've got all these, I'm sure, funny, charming little anecdotes to share with everybody and all of these answers and solutions and you self-published. So let me ask you, how many books did you have in your basement? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I was well-prepared because I did my homework. I wasn't about to be one of those people that had 5,000 books sitting in their garage. So mm-hmm. what I did was I did an Amazon.com bestseller campaign, which basically was hands-off, pick, pack, and ship. I had it set up with Ingram Baker and Taylor online. So whoever bought my book on May 6, 2008, I basically didn't even do anything. I just sat there. People bought the book, and they were sent the book. So I was able to do a successful online Amazon campaign, not have to 
send out a single book. So what I did was I printed up maybe, I don't know, 250 copies to have on hand that I could send them out to the media and give them out to friends as gifts and things like that. So I didn't have a lot sitting around in my house. So I have a, a special technique for, you know, basically letting a online distributor handle all of my online sales, mm, and yet I have a relationship perfect. with a printer so that I okay. can give away and the books to the media on my own and sell them on my own at, at bridal shows and things like that. All right. So that's a great example of the little tips that we're about to learn from Sally Shields best-selling author when we come back from this break. I love that. And I know that you have some answers on how to get lots of national publicity and make your press releases work. Looking forward to that when we come back from this break. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend at Principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, Girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset, and we're sharing another side of the Million Dollar Mindset today, letting our secrets out of the box here with international media specialist Sally Shields and best-selling author of The Daughter-in-Law Rules. Welcome back, Sally. Thank you, Marla. Thank you so much. 
So before we went into break, that in and of itself was a great tip. You set yourself up on Amazon and, and then they just drop shipped your product basically. Is that right? That is correct. I decided to go that route because I wanted to do an Amazon bestseller day and I knew that there was a potential to sell, you know, possibly hundreds of books and I did not want to be sitting there, you know, going to the post office and having to do all of that. I really was was searching for Amazon bestseller status. That was my goal, mm-hmm. not, to be, not to have to, you know, buy a whole bunch of books and hope that they sold. Um, fortunately, they did, but I really did well with this kind of dual system with having the online distributor and also being able to have a relationship with the printer so that I can have my own stash of books to either send to the media or bring to bridal shows or speeches or give away as gifts. And you can... And you, can just order a few as, as you need them. You don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars up front. So that, that's, that's how I do it, and that's basically how I recommend other self-published authors also handle things because mm-hmm. it's a really good combination. Perfect. And, and we know that, obviously, you know, a lot of authors out there think, okay, build it and they, they will come. And, and so they write what, you know, is oftentimes just a phenomenal book and, and, uh, it, it never goes anywhere. And I know a couple of authors who are, are really getting their books out there. And, oh my goodness, it's like such a grassroots guerrilla marketing kind of process they're going through. Uh, so it yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So what, what's your number one secret for getting PR? Okay. That is such a good question. Well, before I even answer that, I just want to say that I always tell people that there's only two things that you need to become a successful author. And that is to have a passion for your topic. And most importantly, to have a sincere desire to help other people. Because when you have those two things in place, you will absolutely be able to succeed. Because if you're not having fun, it's going to be hard because there's, it's, it's so much work that it's, it's not going to be fun anymore. So in order to keep, and it is a grassroots groundswell, it's a long-term project, especially if you're self-published, and you really do need to love what you're doing. So I always tell people, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about writing a book, think about what you love the most. You know, what are you most intrigued by? What are you, you know, for example... The book that I'm writing now, you know, they say write what you're obsessed about. So (laughs) after having two kids, I became obsessed with losing that last 12 pounds. So my book that I'm creating now is called Naturally Thin or Disciplined, Insider Secrets of the Super Slim. And I am interviewing 101 Super Slim ladies and getting all of their secrets. And I'm absolutely enmeshed in this process because I have a passion for it. I'm very excited every time I get the email with the secrets in it. So... You see what I mean? You pick something that you're really (laughs) excited about. You just have that creative mind. I mean, that right brain girl is just working overtime. (laughs) I even have the next book after this one all planned out. I'll tell you what it is. It's called The Lemonade Maker, 101 Stories from Highly Happy Humans. And getting all the happy stories (laughs) that I can compile to show people what it takes to be happy. So... I am always kind of thinking ahead and stuff like that, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I, I want to be in that book. <laughs> Yay! Call me up. <laughs> you got it. 
<laughs> oh, so you are. You're so creative. I've seen some of, you know, in some of the information that you sent me, some of the little creative twists and turns you put on your pitches are just genius. You tie in, um, you find a way to tie in your product with whatever is going on in the marketplace. That's right. That brings us back to the actual question that you had from you before, which is, <laughs> Oops, what is the number- <laughs> I completely forgot. So now I'm remembering. Okay, so the number one secret for getting PR is this. You have to be timely, and you have to have a great hook. So what I do is I make sure to have a Google alert, and everybody can do this. It's free. It's fast. It's fun. You go to google.com forward slash alert, and you put in your keyword. For example, with my book, The Daughter-in-Law's Rules, I will put in the keyword mother-in-law. That way, every day, when a story comes up about anything that has to do with the mother-in-law, I get alerted so that I can pitch the media. So I'll give you an example. I was able to use the number one secret to getting PR um, when, when I got a Google alert, when, when the campaigns were going on, and I, I, they, uh, Joe Biden was campaigning, as, as vice president, and he, um, his mother-in-law passed away. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. So I sent a pitch to one of my contacts at a very popular website called AOL Living Home, and it was, uh, it was actually Mom Logic, which is the number one uh, offshoot of AOL Living Home for families and things like that. And I wrote, this was my pitch, this was my hook. Joe Biden's mother-in-law dies. How to make peace with your mother-in-law before it's too late. And I, they actually got in touch with me, and I got a full article on the front page of AOL Living Home. Um, I actually, and then when I got alerted to, well, actually, there was, there's another secret. If you have some kind of a holiday or time of year that's associated with your Booker topic, for example, I found out that there's actually a Mother-in-Law Day, which is the fourth Sunday in October. So what I did was when that was coming up, I actually heard about this show called The Daily Buzz, which is a nationally syndicated show, and I sent the producer, someone gave me his name and his email, and I wrote a pitch to him, and the the hook was now tweaked, and I wrote, October 26th is Mother-in-Law Day, how to turn your mother-in-law from your biggest critic into your number one fan in three simple steps. And I got got booked, they actually flew me down to Florida, and I was on The Daily Buzz, and they invited me back for a second appearance. So that was great. And my biggest and the thing that I'm the most proud of is getting booked on Fox News and Fox and Friends. And that happened because I had put a media alert in for mother-in-law and I found out that I was one of the first people that found out, well, I think America found out too at the same time, but that that, um, Obama's mother-in-law was was considering moving into the White House. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun because now all my friends and acquaintances also, like when they find out things like that, they write me emails. They go, Sally, Obama's mother-in-law's moving to the White House. Jump on it. <laughs> and, of course, I get, like, super inspired. So I ended up writing to Fox. And by this time, I was getting a little cocky here. And I thought, ooh, let me go for Fox and Friends. So I wrote, um, I found out the name of one of the producers there. And I wrote this, um, I, you know, it was basically the same pitch except a different headline. I wrote, Barack Obama's mother-in-law to move into the White House. How to create a lifetime of peace with your in-laws. And through a series of emails, she was intrigued. She was like, well, how did you find this out? She's like, send me some more information. So I Googled some more articles. I sent her some articles. I did some back and forth, did some tap dancing with her. 
And and before I knew it, I was booked on Fox and Friends. So it's all about being kind. And if anybody is curious about my interview, it's posted on my website. You can go to my media page at thedilrules.com and check check out on Fox and Friends. And you can see um, how that all worked out. But basically, you can see that it's about you have to jump on the news, tie into something on the news, because reporters are looking for something that's happening today, not yesterday, not next week, not last month. What's going on today that you can tie in with? Because then you're going to become the go-to girl. And I'm actually getting emails now from people without even having to pitch them because they know that I'm the mother-in-law-in-law expert. And I'm now kind of like the go-to girl for that kind of stuff. So I'm getting calls from, you know, lots of different producers and lots of different websites to comment and quote on different things whenever a mother-in-law issue comes up. That's a lot of fun. You just kind of have to, you know, like you said, grassroots groundswell. You start small. You got to go after stuff yourself. And then soon the word gets out. And it's just a lot of fun. But you just got to keep it fun. And like I said, keep the focus on helping people. When you're there to help people out, it comes back to you in droves. It really does. And we talk about that a lot here on this show and the importance of having that mindset, that mentality of, you know, just wanting to be out there and help people and the things that you desire just come back to you tenfold. The law of attraction. Oh, I know. I love it. That's one of my passionate topics. (laughs) So, So, okay, so... You know, here you go. You have this book. It's so much fun. You're, you are an expert at getting PR. You finally, boom, you know, you're about to go on television. Okay, the story doesn't stop there. You've got to have some things in place before you go on television because you go on, and if you don't have these things in place, it just kind of stops and drops right there, right? So what do, yeah. what do authors have to do before, or what do you advise that they do? Um, you know, before they either go on to television or get, you know, published in a magazine or what have you? What works? Okay, that's such a great question. And I'll tell you, the most important thing, and this is seriously not to be taken lightly, you need media training. And I'll give you an example. After I um, got my first radio interview, I'll give you an example of... <laughs> the, the, one of the people that, that was kind enough to give me my first radio interview, this is basically what I sounded like. They, they asked me, well, how did this book come about? Well, Jackie, her name was Dr. Jackie Black. I said, well, Dr. Jackie, my mother-in-law came over, and I was just so upset. She was criticizing everything, and I just didn't know what to do. And I was very My husband and I were fighting, and we'd go to Ohio. We'd spend eight hours discussing it, and I was just, just beside myself and blah, blah, blah. And it was like way long and boring. And, <laughs> and after I got media trained, it, the same question sort of got answered like this because usually on the radio you have about three to four, maybe five minutes tops to get your points across. So mm-hmm. basically um, it ended up sort of being more like this. Well, I wrote the book in order to cre- uh, you know, create more peace between mothers-in-law and daughters-in-law, mm-hmm. and I based it on the seventh spiritual law of success, which is the quickest way to get what you want is to help others get what they want. And by that, I, I mean be a kind-hearted, loving, generous, sensitive, open person, and the world will reflect that back to you even in the form of your mother-in-law. So in other words, I was able to get my message point down into mm-hmm. what you call a soundbite, which mm-hmm. is much more concise rather than kind of rambling on and on and wasting your I three to five minutes. It. Yes, I yes, got it. Okay. It so. we're, 
We're going to go off to break again. And when we come back, I'd love your suggestions on where we humans can learn to do the soundbite bit. (laughs) Here we go. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit. And so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, re building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her insight network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. All right, so we're here with best-selling author, Sally Shields. And so far, Sally, we've got, got to have a passion, love what you do, really want to help people. I mean, that's, that's very key. Um, Amazon bestseller program, tie into what's happening in the marketplace, and be media trained. So, <laughs> I love that, but tell us about that. I mean, this, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, sure, you know, this all comes so naturally to her, you know. <laughs> oh, trust me, oh my gosh, no, I was so bad. <laughs> when I, first, I can't believe that. Oh my gosh, I was terrible. I was just the worst. I didn't know what I was doing. I was so nervous. I didn't even think that I could do a radio interview. But, you know, I'll tell you, I did study with a fantastic media trainer, and if anybody is interested in having a recommendation about um, getting media trained, please email me. I will give you Wayne Kelly's information. 
I also can media train people, but I'd rather send you to my coach because he is just fantastic. And the other thing that I, that I do um, teach and especially concentrate on my radio show on Blurb is to make sure that people have an elevator speech because before you even get on the air, you're going to need to convince a host or a producer to put you on the air. And you literally, you don't have three to four minutes to do that. You have 10 seconds, and I'm telling you, 10 seconds, 15 tops. They will know in an instant if you're somebody that they're interested in listening to further or whether basically it's not a match. And so I teach people to create their 10 to 15 second elevator pitch. And it's very, very simple. I can give you like literally a one minute tutorial if you're interested. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's three sentences. It's so simple. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's simple, but not so easy. Or do they say it's easy but not simple? I don't know. I can't I remember what this <laughs> It works either way. The first sentence anybody can do because all you have to do is say what your name is and what the name of your book is. So, And if you have some kind of a, a little name that you can create for yourself, that's fantastic. For example, I decided to call myself the in-law expert. It's almost like, do you, do you know how sometimes you remember – someone's cute little moniker, but you don't remember their actual name. So it's very, very helpful to create something cute. Like, so here's my, the first sentence of my elevator speech. Hi, I am the in-law expert and author of The Daughter-in-Law Rules, 101 Surefire Ways to Make Friends with Your Mother-in-Law. I forgot to even say my name. Hi, I'm Sally Shields, the in-law expert, and I am the author of The Daughter-in-Law Rules, 101 Surefire Ways to Make Friends with Your Mother-in-Law. Okay, so anybody... Can, anyone who's an author can state their name and the name of their book. Okay, you're, you're 33% done. Yeah, okay? nice. Okay. Do you want to try that? Okay. Oh, I don't have a book yet, but how about, <laughs> how about this? Hi, I'm Marla Tavaka, the Million Dollar Mindset Coach, and I teach women how to become millionaires. Oh, I love it. You are <laughs> a good girlfriend. You are yeah. good, and you know what? You do need a book. So we're going to work do, on that I next. do. It's on my to-do list, believe me. And do you actually, I've got a quick question. Do you only coach women or do you also coach men? I do coach men, but my marketing focus and my niche is women in business who want to position their businesses to break the million-dollar mark. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so exciting when we hit that million-dollar mark, let me tell you. Well, I'm going to have to be talking to you behind the scenes, girl. <laughs> we okay. can arrange a little barter action, Sally. Oh, cool. So next, okay, next is the second sentence, which is, um, what is your vision? Okay, now this is the sentence where you kind of need to sit down, and sometimes, you know, it takes a little while to come up with it. But here's an example. My vision is to inspire more harmony among mothers and daughters-in-law worldwide. Okay? So basically, you have to condense condense what your vision is into one short sentence. Basically, between my two sentences now, I basically have, what, eight seconds? And I don't even need my third sentence, but that that could be my elevator speech. And when you think about it, if you were to end up in an elevator with Oprah Winfrey or, you know, um, 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 Steven Spielberg, you might honestly have eight seconds. So, this is what you got to do. Now, I'm not going to put you on the spot. but Oh, no, I want to do want... it because I came up with a good one. You want to try? Go ahead. <laughs> My vision is to help global economy by helping 10,000 women break the million-dollar mark. I love it. 
you might so even say, you know, you don't want to limit yourself to 10,000. You could say 10,000 women in 2010. What about that? Because that leaves it, okay. you know, open for lots more women. Or you could say 1 million women, you know, because why limit yourself to 10,000 women? Right. You're right. Think big. I love it. Okay. Yeah, you think big. <laughs> okay. So for the third sentence, now this is especially good for radio and television. Oh, what else is there? No, there's magazine. This is good for magazines, radio, television. What you want to do, and this, this, is, this is part of the media training, you, when you go on the air, you have to be ready with three to four, maybe three to five, basically some of your best tips that you can reel off. And, you know, like I said, you might have three minutes tops, four minutes tops. So what you want to do is you want to say something like, I will reveal how anyone can turn their biggest critic into their number one fan in three simple steps. Now, you're not going to give away your tips. You're just going to reveal mm-hmm. what it is that you can reveal to their audience. What, how is it that you are going to help their audience? What can you bring? What expertise can you bring? What can you reveal to them? What's going to hook their audience, their listeners, their viewers? What's going to keep them? You have to think about, you know how when Oprah's doing a little promo, you know, coming up, mm-hmm. the three top tips to making, you know, uh, uh, your kitchen sparkling or whatever it is. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You know what it is? Oh, you have to just come up with those three top tips that in, to intrigue, to hook people, to keep them listening. Because all they are, the media is about ratings and keeping their people on the air, keeping them from changing the channel. So mm-hmm. you want to come up with something very intriguing. What, and be counterintuitive when you're finding out what your tips are. You know, sometimes try to think about something that may have a little different spin on it than, than it, something somebody else might, might say. Um, anyway, that's, that's your elevator speech. So if I were to say my three sentences, it would literally be 10 to 12 seconds. And that is great because, you know, people are super, super busy. Not only can you use it for radio, television, and magazines, you can use it when you're emailing. I used it when I was trying to get in touch with 1-800-Flowers, who ended up putting a promo code in the back of my book. And I was able to get the decision maker. Granted, I had to do about 12 different phone calls, but I used that elevator speech on everyone from the secretary to when I was working my way up the ladder. And it didn't take a lot of effort because it was only 10 seconds long. But basically, you're telling people who you are, what your vision is, what your purpose is, and there you go. So getting your elevator speech together is really absolutely non-negotiable. Wow, what a wonderful process. And you do. You make it sound so easy. It's so doable when, when you is. break it and down like that. <laughs> oh, well, something something else that I happen to be working with, um, with one of my clients, is getting celebrity endorsement. And I know how important that is with a book. And we're just not sure the right steps, you know, which what steps to do first and in what order they go. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's, you know, first thing I want to, I want to say that you don't necessarily want to discount um, even fellow authors because when you're trying to get endorsements, people don't necessarily care who the person is. They Mm -hmm. care that they're an author. So if you're looking to get endorsements for your book, Don't discount just writing other authors who are easily accessible by most authors these days have a website with a contact form. Don't Mm -hmm. feel shy to to just write to people that you admire, friends that have have written books, 
you know, people that might not be, quote, famous like Deepak Chopra or Oprah, you know, you even just having them give you a really nice quote and basically when, when they sign their name and then author of, that holds a tremendous mm. amount of weight. So okay. a lot of people think, oh, I need a celebrity endorsement. But you know what? The statistics have shown that celebrity endorsements on the front of books don't necessarily make a book sell anymore. Mm. Just having a really great quote from another published author can be um, absolutely fantastic. Now, if you do want to try to get a celebrity to endorse your book, it's, it's, it's not difficult to do. It just takes persist- persistence. And basically what you can do is, is um, you want to make it as easy as possible for them to reply. So what you should do is create a little package. And what you need is a cover, basically a cover letter, and you need a copy of your book, and you need a self-addressed stamped envelope. There's basically five things you need. A cover letter, a copy of your book, a self-addressed stamped envelope. And this is real important, number four here. You want to include sample testimonials that they can use as a template because you want to make it super easy for these celebrities to put their name to something. These people are really, really busy, and they're not going to have time to read your book. I I hate to say it. Mm -hmm. They might like your book. They might look at it and go, great, cool, and they might be willing to endorse it, especially here's another little trick. Mm -hmm. I happen to um, donate a portion of my proceeds to a breast cancer charity, when I was looking for celebrity endorsements, I was able to find other celebrities that also supported the same charity as myself. And that's another ah. in that you can, you can actually, you know, tie in with them by, um, you know, you, you align yourself with them. Um, so what you want to do is, you, as well as a copy of your book, some sample testimonials, and don't be shy. Make yourself sound great. And you can just basically say, hey, here are some sample testimonials that you can use as a template uh, please feel free to edit or change, you know, th- to make it um, whatever you'd like. And you also want to include a table of contents, um, some chapter titles, and a sample chapter, as well as your book. Now, oh, why, why is that? Yeah. Well, in case they don't have time to actually flip through the book or read the mm-hmm. book, you just want to have it right there so that they can look, boom, 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 see the titles of the chapters. You know, if they want to have, just it just makes it so much less, intimidating to have a page or two to flip through than a mm-hmm. whole book. Just psychologically, it just makes it a lot easier. I mean, think about how busy we are when we uh-huh. get a book in the mail. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you get a book and someone says, endorse this. Or if someone sends you a sheet with some sample you know, quotes and mm-hmm. a couple of sheets of paper, you can look at the chapter titles and be like, wow, this is cool. And then, yeah. okay, great. You know what I mean? So you okay. think about yourself. We're all busy. We're all, all right. very, very busy. Yeah, so we are, and I think that's great advice. I would have never thought of doing that. We're going to go into a break, and when we come back, I want to hear more about the sample testimonials and what really pops on a book, what really stands out in a testimonial, because I think that's just fascinating stuff. Thanks, Sally. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. 
Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson is on Toginet. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central. Hi, I'm Susan Dobson, host of the new talk show, Another Way of Living. On Another Way of Living, we talk about what I call the unspeakable. When I was growing up, if there was a problem, a pink elephant in the living room, everybody walked around it, nobody talked about it. Sound familiar? Tune in and listen to my guests and callers talk about their solutions to problems just like yours. If you are ready and really want Another Way of Living, then this is your show. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central with Susan Dobson. On Another Way of Living, we talk about life, its problems, its challenges, and above all, its solutions. Another Way of Living educates and informs. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Plus, the live format lends itself to surprising and heartfelt revelations from Susan and her guests. You'll be surprised by what's shared, what's learned, and what could change. Join us for Another Way of Living with Susan Dobson. Wednesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. I can't believe we're already going into the last segment of the show because I'm learning so much, and that's so exciting. Thank you, Sally. Crazy! I can't believe how fast this is going. I just looked at the time myself. I thought that maybe like 15 minutes had gone by. I know, I know. I just said to Eric, our producer, I said, I want a two-hour slot. This is insane. (laughs) We'll have to do this again for sure. Absolutely. So going into the break, you talked about, you know, needing a cover letter, a copy of your book, self-addressed stamped envelope, uh, sample testimonials that a celebrity endorser could use, and table of contents, chapter titles, and a sample chapter. And that's all great. Of course, my mind stopped at... (gasps) I have to write my own testimonial. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll tell you, you know, I was lucky because when I did at, reach out to other authors, you know, I, I didn't actually do that at first because um, there were few people that ended up asking me to send them samples. But I, at first, because I wasn't going for celebrities, I just asked other fellow authors who were kind enough to come up with their own. And then what you do is you try to edit because, you know, writers like to write. And what you want to do is you want to try to, you know, become an editor when they do send you back a long testimonial and really whittle it down to the one or two best sentences. And I've got a bunch of them on my site. If you want to take a look at at how you can put them together, if you go to dilrules.com and click on testimonials, I can read you a couple of them, not to pat myself on the back, but just to show you how they pop. Because remember, you wanted to know, you know. So, for example, um, I might get a couple, you know, a whole paragraph from someone, but only take a sentence out of it. 
So something that someone wrote was, next to Waterford Crystal, the daughter-in-law rules may be the best wedding gift you can give. Tim Beat, author, Guide to Parent, Pirate Parenting. So I just took that one sentence, and that ended up being my, my cover quote. And uh, something else that someone wrote, um, which is, the daughter-in-law rules made me laugh out loud. You will find funny and compassionate advice that works. Now, of course, these people wrote a lot more, but you take the, the nugget, the best one, and you put that down because people's eyes glaze over. They want to see something short, to the point, succinct. So, yeah. you know, you can write these up yourself. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'll give you a couple more examples. Um, I love this book. The Daughter-in-Law Rules is, a del- is delightful with an unapologetic truth about a tremendously complex relationship, period. Uh, here's, here's a couple more. The DIL Rules is the Bible for all daughters-in-law and daughters-in-law-to-be. Sally provides an entertaining and funny yet practical, down-and-earth gu- uh, yet practical and down-to-earth guide to dealing with a mother-in-law. End. Or read this book today if you want to learn how to turn your biggest naysayer into your strongest advocate. So you see, they're, they're almost like elevator speeches. They're one sentence yep. that you can pick or you can create if you're trying to get celebrities to endorse your book. They don't have to be these long things. You get, my, you get the idea? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing. I'm seeing you said they're almost like elevator speeches, and that's exactly where my mind went. There are those tie-ins, like with the Waterford Crystal. You know, it's the best gift you can give. Exactly. So. Exactly. And something else I wanted to mention that if, if people are really attached to the idea of getting celebrity endorsements, there are a couple places that you can go <clears throat> to find celebrity contact information. Now, I personally have a, uh, a subscription to WhoRepresents.com. And if people out there are listening and are interested in, in getting in touch with a celebrity, I would love to extend the offer to your listeners, they can just email me and ask me who they want to get in touch with, and I'd be happy to look up the information for them. Because if they're not really, you know, if they don't want to get a whole thing, I use it regularly because I'm the co-host of Blurb, and I'm constantly contacting celebrities, which is funny. There's another site called Con- Constantly, <laughs> what is it, Constant Contact or something. Yeah. But the one I like the best is who um, WhoRepresents.com. There's also one called CelebrityBlurbs.com, and couple of others there's a you know i think for a dollar you can try it for a dollar for the week um and you can get the information about their publicist and and all of that kind of stuff interesting i would have never thought something like that was out there lots of stuff yes so so would this work um for other products outside of books as well say if you want to do gifting i have a client who um, manufactures designer diaper bags, for instance, if she wanted to gift a celebrity, would that be? Well, you know, I'll have to, I, I don't know too much about it, but I know that, that celebrities are very careful because they might be endorsing something else and they've got lawyers and all this stuff. However, I do want to mention that the women entrepreneurs out there, mm-hmm. I have a contact at babyswags.com, which is an incredible gifting organization for, um, you know, women entrepreneurs and the woman in charge puts together gifting baskets for um, celebrities that have special occasions such as, you know, baby showers, bridal showers, um, things like that. And I've actually had my book included in the gift basket of Angelina Jolie and, um, and a whole bunch of celebrities. Um, let me see. <clears throat> of course, my mind is going blank right now, but I can see if I can look up uh, Exactly. Oh, yes. Okay. Kate Hudson, Halle Berry, Jessica Alba, Tori Spelling, Ellen DeGeneres, Jennifer Garner are just a few of the people that have received my book uh, through Baby Swags. 
Oh, so, that is wonderful. And, and now, did you did you find out of, other than just feeling good about having your book in the hands of these wonderful celebrities? Did you find any payback from that whatsoever? Well, here's the thing: I did not hear back from uh, any of those particular celebrities. However, being Part of this organization is wonderful because occasionally what she'll do is she'll pick a handful of, uh, of, of, of gifts and products that she thinks is um, particularly relevant and she'll make a basket and then she might advertise in Star Magazine or she might advertise in Pregnancy Magazine. I was in the Pregnancy Magazine guide, I was in Star Magazine within the basket, but they take a beautiful picture of the basket and every single product can be seen and then they list the products in there. So nice. you can get a lot of recognition just from being part of this particular gifting organization, whether or not you hear back from the celebrity or not. Now, what I've heard from some of the other women entrepreneurs is that, you know, it's, it's, it's mix and match. Some of them have been gifting for, for a couple of years, and then they get a hit. They get maybe get a thank you letter from one of the celebrities. Um, maybe they get a personal, um, you know, gift back, or they'll get a note from their publicist. But you know what? You, you put it out there. You don't expect anything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're grateful if it comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. But what a, you're right. What a great way to get advertising. I love it. So, okay, here we are in the final minutes of our show. I can't believe it. You're going to be on again, girl, because I just am having so much fun. Uh, <laughs> what, what are some of the remaining tips, the must-have tips that our listeners need to have? Today. Okay, hang on a second. I just uh, very momentarily got a little distracted because I heard little footsteps, which mean the kids are coming Aww. over to school. I am going to shut this door right now so I can actually turn my brain on again because something happens in my mommy brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, that mommy brain goes on and everything it's else shuts down. Right? My brain turns to mush, <laughs> and I know they're going to be clamoring. Okay, so let me just uh, take a deep breath here. <sighs> okay, let me get back on track. Okay, so you're... A couple more tips that okay. our listeners must have today. Fantastic. Okay. Something that, I, that comes to mind, because there's so many things that you can do, but here's something that really, really helped my sales. You don't have to go after a celebrity. You don't have to be anybody but yourself. This is an amazing tip. What you want to do is you want to take, um, for example, <clears throat> the keyword of your book, whatever the content of your book is. For me, for example, um, you know, it could be, Brides, you know, if I was trying to, if you want to, you want to think about your target market. I would think, you know, originally I thought, you know, this would be great for moms, moms with new babies. You know, who are the people that need these tips the most? So what I did was I Googled mommy bloggers, okay? And what I, what, what came up was like millions and millions of sites. And this is fantastic because what you can do is you can, you can click on that site. You, here's, here's a little, here's a little assignment for everybody. What you want to do is you want to try to find the top 10 bloggers that share the same audience as you do. And the way that you can do that is this site called Alexa.com. It's called A-L-E-X-A, Alexa.com. You go there, you click. You Right now I don't have time to explain everything, but if you go there, you can poke around. You find a thing called traffic ranking, and you put in the URL of that particular blogger, maybe the first one that comes up, and you can check the ranking of that blog. What that means is how popular is that site. For example, if you were to put in momlogic.com, you would find that it was it had a very low ranking. Like maybe if it's under 100, you know you're, you're really struck gold. 
the higher the number, the less popular the site. So, for example, you know, if, you, if it's under 100 or if it's in like 300 or 400 range or even a couple thousand, it's still good. Um, so if, if you find a site that's very, very popular, what you want to do is you want to go to that site, you want to find the contact information, you want to contact the, the blogger from that site or the person who's, who's in charge of the blog, and you want to introduce yourself. You want to say, hey, well, you know, give your elevator speech. My name yeah. is Sally. I've got this book called The Daughter-in-Law Rules. I thought that your, your you know, readers might be really interested. Would you be interested in doing a Q&A with me or perhaps... Um, could I submit an article? Maybe we could also do a, a giveaway. Now, bloggers love, they, they, first of all, they're always looking for content. Number two, they love giveaways. And, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, that's a lot of money sending out my book constantly. But you know what? It's worth it. But if you're not, if, if you don't have a lot of books on hand, you can still do a giveaway because you can do an ebook. Um, anybody that self-published should very easily be able to make an ebook version of their book. It's a PDF of the interior of your book. You don't need any kind of fancy cover art or anything. And a lot of people will love that. I actually use my ebook as a, as a gift on Amazon bestseller campaigns all the time, and people love it. So um, if you, you contact these bloggers, try to find you know, the top 10 bloggers that have a lot of traffic, and you get them to do a Q&A with you, an, an author interview, a giveaway, and you pull in all their readers, and that's instant getting all of their readers that are also interested in, in what your topic is, and all of a sudden you've got all their followers, and it's easy to do. So that's a great tip and a way to get lots and lots of traffic. It is a great tip. And then, and then follow-through is important, too, you know, in terms of your marketing funnel. What do you want those um, readers to do? You know, yes. do you want them yes. to come to your website, download a free report, so on and so forth? So we have to think it through, too. So we have just about a minute left to go. And uh, one, come on, one more. Okay, Sally, one more tip. Shoot okay, off, you, one more. you gave it to me. You gave me the tip. Make sure that your author website has a place to collect authors, uh, collect uh, fans' email addresses. Now, what I do, I think I mentioned this earlier in the program, is that I have, you know, uh, submit a story, win a book. It's a contest. I also have a place that says, you know, download Sally's newsletter and get a free copy of, you know, um, 101 Surefire Ways to Market Her Book. Or, you know, I have another gift that's uh, 44 Top Tips Cheat Sheet. So what you want to I call it an ethical bribe. You want to make sure that you give something free, a freebie as a way to entice the people that come that are intrigued about your site to leave their email address because the difference between successful authors and those self-published authors that maybe sell 50 in a lifetime, which is actually the average number of books that are self-published authors sell. We're going into music, Sally Shields. Collect those email addresses and follow us. (laughs) (laughs) That was so much fun. Oh, that was great, Nellie. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Are we still here? Yeah, we'll have to talk. Oh, yes, let's absolutely talk. I'd love you to do a guest post on my Inc. blog, my Inc. 